0: Hello, everybody, welcome to Life with Cav. I'm your host, Kavina Harmer. I am a personal trainer and group fitness instructor with a huge passion in helping anybody that I can. If you are looking to get inspired, take action on your life, and be the best version of you, then you have come to the right place. Hello, everybody, welcome to my podcast or welcome back if you are a previous listener. I hope you're having the best Thursday or a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday if it's not Thursday for you. Um, I hope you're enjoying some sunshine. The weather has been just great lately Um, and doing some things that make you happy like you always should. So I'm back to record the part two to the last podcast I did. So if you haven't listened to part one, I would go do that. Um, just answering some questions that you guys um, asked me on Instagram. These were related to everything. So not just, it wasn't really about me. It was about fitness, food, motivation, lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I did a part one over last week and then I'm doing part two today which is just the remaining questions from those questions that you guys asked me. So let's get into it. Our first question is how long did it take for your morning or evening routine to become a habit? Um, so if you've heard of that That saying that 21 days will create a habit, I don't really think that that is true. I think it takes a lot longer than three weeks to actually form a habit. It can take like a year. You might never form a habit. Um, You've just, so I think that the thing for me would be just being consistent, but not even just being consistent, making sure that whatever your morning or evening routine you're creating is enjoyable for you because if you hate it, you're not gonna do it and it's never gonna become a habit. So if um, you're doing some things in the morning and evening that you like, you're gonna look forward to doing it and it's not going to be, um, it's probably not it's a habit but it's not going to be like a chore you're going to do it out of a habit and out of the fact that you like to do it and it benefits you rather than um forcing yourself to do it so it becomes a habit if that makes sense so I'd be picking little things like for me um I I would like to meditate in the morning maybe journal in the evening Um, I would never like set myself like to work out before bed or something because I'd never enjoy that. Um, For me, it's like downtime, nice dinner, um, relaxing, having a shower, washing my face and maybe reading a book or watching a movie or something. So yeah, if you're trying to form like healthy morning or evening routine habits, just make sure that they are enjoyable so that you will continue to do it. And our next question is, how would you suggest overcoming fatigue associated with exercise and rising earlier? All right, this is a great question. So I'm going to start, there was two parts to that question. I'm going to start with our um, fatigue associated with exercise. So I think um, a couple of my main tips to try to help overcome that would be um, warming up and cooling down properly so make sure you're not just jumping straight into your workout routine you are um, warming up for at least like five to ten minutes um movement try not to like stay still get warm move around um things like that and then a nice stretch at the end even if it's just a couple minutes it's going to help your muscles recover and take away that fatigued feeling after your workout it's Going to help them recover a little bit more than they would if you didn't stretch or cool down properly. Um, I would say don't overwork yourself in your exercise routine, so make sure you're increasing your intensity. Or weight gradually you don't want to just jump in and you've never lifted weights before and you start trying to lift the heaviest weights just work yourself up because you are likely to get really stuffed and fatigued if you are going about it that way and then I would suggest um, 24 to 48 hours rest in between your sessions of the same muscle group so I wouldn't go do a leg session today on thursday and then do another leg session tomorrow on friday um, you want to split it up or just wait at least like two days because you want your muscles to be recovered so that you're not going to fatigue them um, and then the second part of that question was your fatigue associated with waking up earlier um, i've got some great tips here lots of tips these I use myself because I never used to be a morning person, really. Like, I could get up in the morning, but I didn't really enjoy it. Um, And now I have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning um, or around 5 um, to teach my classes and my clients. So I don't really have that choice. And I decided I didn't want to be that person that dreads waking up early in the morning. So I've created a couple of my own little habits to help me. So... With your fatigue, um, I would say never hit snooze. So when your alarm goes off in the morning, do not snooze it. Make sure you wake up and get up to the first one because you're just going to keep doing it. And every time, I'm pretty sure it's like a scientifically proven thing that every time you hit snooze, your body gets more and more tired like when the next alarm comes and the next alarm comes. So if you just jump up straight after that first alarm, you're going to get up a little bit easier than if you kept snoozing those alarms all right and number two for me would be to fuel your body so eat some breakfast when you wake up if you're not hungry in the mornings like right when you wake up like me um I'd suggest having a smoothie so I like to make myself a green smoothie or whatever kind of smoothie I'm feeling like the night before and put it in a jar in the fridge so that it's there when I wake up in the morning um and I don't have to make it and that way it's not like you know, I'm going to do it because it's already there. Um, otherwise just like a banana or a piece of fruit, something that's just going to give you a little bit of energy. Um, I would say hydrating before you have caffeine. So skull, a glass of water, or I like to, my little habit at the moment is, um, I've got to have, I have a cup of tea when I wake up, just makes me feel good. Cause it's warm. Um, then I will have a litre of water, my smoothie, and then I'll get my coffee. Um, that's on my working days. If I have a day off, I might be a bit lazy about that. But I definitely always drink water before I have coffee because your body does not need to get dehydrated before you've even hydrated because caffeine does dehydrate your body. Um, this is one of... My like a tip for me. So if you feel like caffeine affects you, this might not work for everyone. Some people can have coffee right before bed and it doesn't matter. I would suggest trying not to drink caffeine after 12 p.m. the night the day before. So if you're going to wake up early, so for me, it's Thursday. I'm waking up at 4.30 tomorrow morning on Friday. So I would definitely not be having caffeine after lunchtime today on the Thursday because I find that I'm just really like jittery when I... Um, have caffeine after lunchtime and I really struggle to sleep. I'll be tossing and turning. Uh, my brain is like ticking. I feel like I can't, just can't wind down. So that, that's a big tip for me if you have, um, if you maybe don't have the greatest caffeine tolerance, if you can have a coffee before bed, I'm really jealous of you and I hope you enjoy it <laughs> because I'd love to be able to do that but just not a chance. Yeah. Um, I would say moving your body in the morning just to get some energy flowing. Um, so it doesn't have to be a workout, it could just be like a five minute walk around the block or maybe you just wanna have a, like two minute stretch, something like that, that's just gonna get um, your juice juices flowing a little bit and moving around. Um, and then last tip here would be to get enough sleep. So if you obviously have three hours sleep and then try to wake up you're going to feel fatigued regardless of all of your other steps or anything else you're taking to try um overcome that fatigue but yeah if you get enough sleep so like seven to eight hours sleep then um your body's at least well rested in combination with all those other um tips i've given you Alright, my next question was, um, I'm really struggling with my mental health and working out makes me feel better, but sometimes I can't find the motivation. How can I help that? Okay, so this is a really, really great, um, question, I think. So, I would say get yourself a workout partner um, because it's going to hold you accountable and having someone to encourage you is so helpful and being able to encourage each other. It's also like a you know a social experience, <laughs> I guess, in a some sense. So if you're having a workout partner, you might be excited to see them, so you're going to go do it um, and less inclined to just like let yourself down in that sense. I would say um, to book into a class even if you don't feel like it or... Book um all your classes at the start of the week so you're held accountable. So a lot of my clients do this. Um, they will book all of their classes on a Sunday so they're already booked in. They don't think about it during the week. They know what classes they've set themselves. They've already paid, so they're less inclined to pull out. And it usually works like great for them. So um, I think that's a great tip, but also booking into a class rather than just taking yourself to the gym, especially if you don't have a workout partner, that's going to help you because all you have to do is get to the gym. You don't have to then push yourself through a whole workout. You've just got to get to the gym and then your trainer is going to do that for you, which is really going to help. Um, I would say to keep reminding yourself of how much it's helping your mental health because you said in that question that it um it makes you feel better but it's just hard to find that motivation so if you just remind keep reminding yourself um in combination with some of those other tips that it's helping your mental health you're going to be more inclined to keep wanting to do it keep wanting to do it because you have a reason you've got um that's your progress there like it doesn't matter about any other progress it doesn't matter about strength it doesn't matter about how your body looks it's you can see that it's helping your mental health and you feel better so keep pushing yourself to do it because like your mind obviously needs that and it's a great habit to have to um, deal with mental health issues Um, and then obviously you'll never regret a workout. So yeah, if you do all of these four steps, I think, and keep reminding yourself of, um, how much it's helping your mental health, then you're never going to regret it and keep remembering that when you're going, you know, trying to get yourself to do something, remind yourself, like, how good am I going to feel after this workout rather than, um, before how you're feeling now. All right. Next question was, would you be able to make more content about food and diet? Um, so I absolutely can do that. I've been meaning to post some more recipes because I love cooking. I've just been a bit slack with it. The lighting in my house is so fucking bad for food photos. And I hate uploading like shitty dark pictures. So like I'm trying to figure out a way to fix this. I've got some little... Hacks up my sleeve. So yes, I'm definitely going to do some more recipes. Otherwise, I'll do like my recipes on my stories or something, um, or like some more food recipes that you can follow that are so easy through like stories. Because I think that that's really a good way to do it. I enjoy following people's recipes like that. And then with the um, diet, so I can definitely advise things and like give tips and you know show my experience but I'm not actually legally allowed to tell you what you should do or eat that's like not within my scope of practice so if you're needing something if you're just needing like you know some ideas then I can absolutely help but if you're needing like some actual advice on diet or um you need help in that area then definitely go to the correct professional which would be like a dietitian or a nutritionist because yeah I'm definitely not legally allowed to do that all right, our next question was, how did you grow your Instagram following and get so many people supporting you? So I've had this account for like six years. So um, it's been a long time. So it's definitely not an overnight thing for me anyways. I know some people get so lucky like that. Um, so yeah, I've had the account for six years and I've been working on it and always like trying to create content that inspires people and um, helps so that I can Reach out to a lot of people. Um, I feel like I've always been as genuine and real as I can, especially in the last few years. Maybe in high school, I, th- I was a different person. Um, so you might, yeah, like old old Cavs fitness content. I don't think I was being genuine and real to myself, but um, I promise you, in the last like year or two, I am authentically me, and I'm only telling you and doing things that I really genuinely do. So, yeah, I think that helps just, like, showing people who you really are and don't, like, hide behind that mask of being, like, perfect on Instagram because I think that's a big thing. People really um, are attracted to people who be real, people who show the bad days, the good days, a mix of it, um, you know, body... Like, your, your body's not always looking... Perfect things like that. You're not always in the happiest mood. So yeah, being real, um, I think really helps because that's that's what I look for in someone when I'm following them. If I think that they're being really fake or just not doing something for me, I won't um support them at all or just not in my best interest. Um, and then I always think that creating content that your followers want to see is helpful. So, um, just like even if that's asking what they want to see, things like that. Definitely don't do things just for other people. Like you want to create content that lights up your soul and makes you happy as well. But um, mixing that with things that the people who are supporting you want to see or hear about or look at is definitely very helpful. Um, (coughs) Sorry. The next question was tips for stopping back pain during ab exercises. So um, it's very common in people to have back pain during ab exercises, but you should never have any back pain during any exercise. So that's not like a normal thing. You That, that means that something is being performed wrong. So um, ab exercises is, is really common. It's like a hard... <laughs> you've got to do certain things to activate your abs and make sure you're not hurting your lower back. So it can be very common for people to experience pain during those exercises. But yeah, it's definitely not normal. So I would suggest watching maybe like if a certain ab exercise is hurting your back, Google um or YouTube that ab exercise and actually watch someone talk you through it for a second, like just a minute video um and like a tutorial so that you know how to do it properly and they're probably gonna be able to fix that thing for you. Otherwise um you know, if you're having a lot of back pain during ab exercises, maybe have like a casual session with a PT and get them to make sure your form's good and show you how to do things so that you feel more comfortable at home. Because, yeah, back pain can be s- super bad during ab exercises if you're not performing them properly. All right, the next question was, what qualifications do you have? So, um, in my... F- in... <laughs> sorry, in relation to fitness, I've got my cert three and I'm still doing my cert four at the moment. So that finishes this year. And then, um, so they're like your two certs that you've like cert three and cert four, you've basically got to have to be able to do most PT stuff. Um, cert three, you can get away, like you can do gym instructor, like group fitness and like Um, supervise in a gym but you're not allowed to do one-on-one without being supervised or without um, being like under an insurance of someone so like you've got to be insured in a gym you can't like take one-on-one with a cert three out into the park and train people so yeah and you can't do that with group fitness either so yeah cert three and four is like what you want Free fitness and then um, first aid and CPR, obviously, in case something was to ever happen. Um, next question was an interesting one. So, how do you encourage your clients? Um, so this one definitely depends on the client because I have some clients who like to be yelled at and some who who like, you know, don't really need that or just would prefer me not to. So I definitely have some of those clients where I've got to like get in their face a little bit and be a little bit hard on them. But um, yeah, uh, other than that, very verbally encouraging them during sessions and even classes. Like um, if you come to my classes, you know, I yell a lot. And, but yeah, always encouraging by speaking, yelling, whatever the client needs. Um, I always keep in contact with like my one-on-one clients on social so just like to check up on them um and make sure they're doing good things like that and then I'm always celebrating their um you know like pbs or um progressions and stuff I feel like I get half the time I get more excited for my clients than they get excited for themselves um so yeah I love to make them feel you know really proud of themselves um I don't want things to go unnoticed for them. I really want them to feel, you know, like they've accomplished something when they hit those progressions and stuff. Um, Next question was, do you drink? So I used to party a lot, especially when I was in high school and up until I was about 18 um, I started partying when I was pretty young, so I feel like I went through it a lot quicker than most people. Um, so I've, it's like, to answer this question, basically, no, I haven't drank for like almost a year. And I think I'm kind of over it because I've started to realise that it gives, like, gives me a really bad um, mindset, but not even like, that it gives it makes me sad like after so i have a great time when i'm drinking but then the next day or the week after it's like i'm really down and i just can't i hate doing that to myself like so i'm definitely the kind of person who can um be with people who are drunk and not drink like i can still have fun i um i find it fun to get other people drunk and just like i will find a way to entertain myself without drinking so like if you're a person in my situation you're not sure how to deal with it like my biggest thing would be like grab some kombucha or grab like a friggin soft drink and like drink simulate drinking with them have fun don't be shy like let loose remember that everyone around you's drunk so they're not judging you like they're probably got no friggin idea what's going on and I always like to have some like snacks or something be comfy things like that so yeah I can definitely be around people drinking um but I would say that no I don't drink and if I was to drink it would be very rare or um not often at all Um, next question was, what did you find most challenging about your 75 hard challenge? This is a great question. Um, so if you don't know what 75 hard is, I think I have mentioned this in one of my podcasts. It's just like a program for mental toughness so it's not like meant to be a fitness program or anything it's about mindset um you can google this anyways and look up what it is and you'll find heaps of stuff on it so my most challenging thing about this program was a hundred percent um like being so busy and unorganized so if if I was really busy and unorganized and I had left one of my workouts until you know the end of the night where i've finished work i'm tired it's cold outside it was winter when i did my 75 hard so it was always cold outside um and dark because it wasn't there was no daylight savings um so if i'd leave that outdoor workout to the last minute then i'd have to go out In the freezing cold in the dark and work out for 45 minutes and often like it was raining or it was like windy it was just horrible and because it's got to be outside like I hadn't didn't have the option to be doing that inside so yeah it that was definitely very uncomfortable for me All right, the last question that I got was, I get this a lot of the time and it's so funny, I don't know what you guys think I am, like some inhumane person, was, do you have cheat meals? So first of all, I would like to say that I don't call anything a cheat meal. So like I know technically to answer your question, I don't have cheat meals because they don't exist in my life. I eat a balanced diet um, all the time. I don't like to label my foods as good or bad ever because it gives me a bad mindset and creates like a really bad relationship around the idea of food. Um, food is food. You've got your healthier foods. You've got your foods that aren't so healthy, but you shouldn't be labeling them as good and bad. Just eat in moderation. Of course, always try to get your veggies and your fruit serves and your whole grains, all that stuff, but don't, yeah, try not to label as good or bad because that's when it starts to get um, unhealthy in your mind. And if you can do this, cause I used to be able to, I used to be able to do it like back in high school when I was dieting a little bit, I didn't have any issues with like eating a certain way. And then like having a cheat meal on the weekend, it didn't do anything to my mind, but now it would. So I don't want to create that. Like it almost creates like this kind of eating disorder because you think like you're allowed these foods on this day or these foods at this time, like it's not good you should just let loose a little bit, eat what you want and just balance everything. So eat fruits, eat vegetables, have your junk food, but, and maybe don't do it every day or do it in little bits and pieces. But yeah, don't, you don't need to eat just one cheat meal a week. Like if that makes you feel good, do it. But if it's not working for you, I would advise just yeah eating in moderation eating balance um i eat whatever i want whenever i want like i do not restrict myself whatsoever i don't restrict carbs i don't restrict sugar i don't restrict like chips i chips if you know me are my guilty pleasure and i love to indulge when i feel like it and i feel like if you are giving yourself that um okay to eat things whenever you want them you're less inclined to need them because it's not like you're not allowed to have them when you can't have something you're going you create this like you start to work yourself up about how much you want it so if you have the option to have that when you want you're probably going to notice that you don't need it as much or you don't really care about it so yeah um I don't have cheat meals because I don't like that name I like a balanced diet to sum that up sorry about my ramble um anyways that was the last question guys so Thank you so much for asking me all of those. There was like a great mix of um, different variety in those questions, I think. And I hope I covered um, everything enough for you. And if you have any further questions, never hesitate to DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is just Cavs Fitness, so K-A-V-S Fitness. Um, And if you can't find it, it will always be in the podcast notes anyways. Um, other than that, I'm going to try to get onto a regular uploading schedule. So I'm going to think about, um, a day and time, maybe not time, just a day that suits me and I'll let you guys know really soon. Um, I'm thinking it will be Thursdays and I might just put, um, set myself to fortnightly because I don't want, uh, podcasting to become like a chore because I really enjoy it and I want to do it because I'm... Um, wanting to create um things for you guys to listen to I don't I need to feel inspired so if I'm forcing myself into talking when I don't want to I'm probably not going to feel inspired to do it and I don't yeah I just want to keep doing it so um I'm going to figure out a uploading schedule so that I can become regular with these and you guys have stuff to listen to and you know when to expect me but yeah other than that I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and stay tuned because there will be lots more coming. And thank you so much for listening as always. If you enjoyed this podcast and you haven't already, it would really help me if you would go to Apple and leave Apple Podcasts. It, if you've got an iPhone, it, it should be already downloaded on your phone and leave me a review. You don't even have to write anything. Just click five stars if you thought it was great um, because it really helps with getting my podcast out there to people who don't know it. So thank you, guys. I will talk to you soon. Bye.